All right, welcome back to another episode of Event Hub's Talking Block. I am John Catalyst Green. With me, as always, is John Velociraptor Guerrero. Hey, what's going on, Internet? Thank you for jumping back into another one of these Talking Block videos with us. Uh, we've got some new stuff to talk about. There is new Street Fighter VI footage. Now, only a little bit, guys, because the rest of it is unofficial and nobody saw it. And definitely nobody posted it on YouTube and got copyright strikes. Um, but yes, the, uh, uh, Capcom has released... Uh, a bunch of footage for Street Fighter 6. We're seeing a bunch of the new characters, but thus far has only officially released some footage of Manon and Marissa, and even that in and of itself has been really exciting. I think there's a lot of stuff to get to here, um, and I think the first thing we want to do is just kind of have a hot take grade for what we feel like these characters are looking like thus far in this you know, yeah. one match that we've seen them play. Yeah, and uh, you know some of the footage from the trailers as well. But I, I want to explain our grading system. It should be very familiar for for people. But we've got the S tier, which is like the 99, 100 percentile, very hard to get an S grade. You know, it's basically you've got to perfect the character, A, B, C, uh, all that. C is the last passing grade. Uh, that's basically you know 60 um, percent or above. Uh, D is 50 percent or below. Then there's F, and then there's incomplete, as you mentioned. Incomplete is the one you do not want to get from us uh that that means you really botched it you don't want the upgrade either but the, the incomplete grade is the worst of the worst that is a complete and total abysmal failure yeah so all right john uh, well, i'll start with you actually since i explained the grading what do you think of either of the characters where do you want to start Manon oh i guess we can go in uh in alphabetical order here and go with manon first she is a judo slash ballet fighter she black swans you uh, one of the most graceful characters I think I've seen. A terrifying sweep. Oh my gosh. And this comes from a Goken player who had a minus two sweep back in the day. Um, she looks pretty good. She's our first like full-on grappler character. And that's something that people have really been wondering about. How are grapplers going to operate in the Street Fighter VI meta? Are they going to be ridiculously oppressive with you know the, the ability to pounce and move forward? We're not seeing a ton of that with her. Um, I, I really like her visuals thus far. Uh, I, I do like seeing how she plays out all of these moves that, like I said, ton of grace, a lot of flow. Um, I would give her, and I don't want to be like just super open and, and cavalier with my, my good grades. I'm going to give Manon uh, a B uh, at this stage, although that could change in the future the more we see from her. But right now she's a solid B. Okay. Yeah, um, I've actually got Manon as an A, and the big reason why is I love how fluid her animations are. Um, I love how beautiful the character is. Um, capturing a character and making them have personality in their moves and style is really hard to do. And, and Manon has come through and actually been a bit of a, um, uh, a bang for the community in terms of a lot of people are saying, hey, I want to main this character. Uh, she looks very interesting. She's got a lot of style to her. Uh, I've been extremely happy with this character. But so haven't far. you also I, been saying that she might be the character that everyone gets super pissed off about fighting exactly. because she's going to oh, yeah. be so oh, frustrating? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so let's get right into that. So we, we both got our pretty decent scores here. We like the character overall. Uh, Manon has an overdrive. Or we're going to use EX a lot um, yeah. in, in terms of that. Uh, but command, dra command grab that has strike invincibility on it as she goes right through one of Marissa's attacks and grabs her. And then every time Manon does a command grab, her counter goes higher. That She has a little counter out there, install, whatever you mm -hmm. want to term that as. Uh, and it shows, So she starts at one and goes to five. In, and it seems to change the properties in damage uh, every single time she does a successful command grab. Uh, in both of Manon's command grabs, both normal and EX, they increase her counter when they connect. So it's not like she's, you know, it's got one way to do it. She's got multiple ways to pull it off. And then the command grab counter 
it carries over between rounds as well. So if Manon, like you have got her all the way back in the corner, she's got no health left, you've got almost full health, you're probably gonna see that Manon player start going in for command grabs at that last bit because it's like, well, you know what? I'm no longer playing for this round. I'm playing for the second round. John, how does that make you feel? It's interesting, especially as a Jamie player who has a similar level up system, right? It That is from round to round. When you, you get four drinks in one round, you go to the next one, you're back at one and it starts all over. This is like you're kind of getting at a uh, uh, game long as opposed to round long strategy and we've seen that before with meter management right like in street fighter 5 you didn't want to use all of your meter unless it was going to kill like for a critical art in most situations unless of course you could follow up afterwards like another character we're going to talk about in a second um but but this is her with command grabs one of the most basic fundamental parts of her toolkit as a grappler and and in a a simplified way of saying it is Manon is stronger in round three, generally speaking, because she's going to have already begun to stack however much she stacked. And and so um, this is a character that wants to see things go the distance as far as there's more opportunity for her to level up. It doesn't mean she's going to, you know, you might go all the way through three rounds and never land a command grab, but this is a different kind of approach to things than most of the rest of the cast is going to be considering when they're playing. And that to me is interesting. I also get kind of nervous anytime someone sticks out really far away from the group because it's just very hard to balance them with the rest of everybody. Yeah. I'm not saying this is going to break stuff, but I'm a little weary, a little wary. Yeah, uh, I, I call her Manant uh, for reasons where I don't think she's going to have much of the way of hurt boxes. Uh, the way this character moves and the way she flows throughout the match, if you hit the button at the wrong time, she's just going to go right through it. Speaking of going right through it, um, uh, she can actually combo with her normal command grab on top of having strike at invincibility with the EX one. So and I believe that starts at level two. Um, that means that her command grab is really good because not only do the properties start improving, the damage starts improving. Mm -hmm. And and it's just this character is uh, starting to you know give me uh, flashbacks of like Abel and Laura. Uh, I don't think that, I think that's that what she she's plays supposed to do. Yeah, I don't think she plays exactly like those characters at all because you know Laura's a, a fairly decent fireball character for a grappler, um, and this is the Street Fighter Six version of grapplers, which is quite interesting here because um, I don't know exactly in the meta how these characters are working out but like to give people an example like Zangief in Street Fighter 5 was almost just this completely dominant Okazemi character if he could get in that one time he could basically you know just make correct reads and kill you it does not look like that's going to be a really good option here in this game um, where consistent Okazemi pressure is you know the, the dominating factor it's definitely good but I don't think it's going to be on the level of what Street Fighter 5 is and it looks like the developers are basically counterbalancing that by giving people strike invincible command grabs which just it's like oh my gosh like you're blowing through Marissa uh, one of the, the big attack from her blowing right through it and just grabbing her and it's like wow and then on top of that Manon has a low spinning attack that seems to connect from about half screen or further and and Marissa looks to be blocking high and it still connects that looks like a and, sweep and so, right is that what you're talking about when she spins on the ground it, yeah I don't know that's a sweep or it looks like a, it looked like a special to me but I, I'm not sure such a good um, sweep that it looks like a special yeah it looks really good. So um, those are the type of tools I'm expecting command grab characters to have in this game um, where it's, it's you know, you can keep them at base. So much zoning is definitely going to be better in this. We're seeing all the fireballs have much faster startup. Uh, we'll talk about Dalsam here in the future, but his like Yoga Flame starts up really quickly and his walk speed is much faster than Dalsam is used to. DJ throws 5,000 projectiles on screen. Like zoning is quite different in this. So the grapplers have to have a really good tool set to get around that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I'm. We talked about this yesterday when we were just basically discussing the Street Fighter Six meta, sort of behind the scenes. 
and and where I'm at right now, I have some leads, but I do not know for sure. Well, of course not for sure. What to focus in on, what to hone in on is like what's going to be the emerging best strategy, what kind of traits are going to rise above the others, because it seems like there are so many ways to play this game, whether you're going to be sitting back and like relying on chucking plasma and manipulating through that, whether it's going to be through heavy offense, whether it's going to be through counter defense, as and, and we'll get into that because that's sort of where I'm at right now. But, you know, as now we're introducing these grappling, brawling type characters and they have these other maneuvers that you have to both consider in, in the way that they get through um, existing defenses and strategies and how they are going to maybe be throwing their own weight around and molding the meta as people try to deal with their abilities. You know, like Manon can now, like, she, she not only has these command grabs and these ways of moving forward to get to you really quickly, um, but also she can pull you in. She has, like, the vacuum, like, target combo that, that acts a lot like Seth's Tandon Engine in Street Fighter 4, where it looks like even when she lands it, you're at a disadvantage, but she can't keep comboing is what it, it looks like. Um, but you're in a you're right up in her face and you're at disadvantage and not a great place to be, uh, especially against a grappler. So it's like, man, there's so many different ways of going about the meta and, and trying to navigate this and trying to set up strategies. Which one's going to emerge as the, the dominant one or the dominant handful at the top? I don't know. But it, it's very interesting and it has me wondering, which I think is a good thing, especially at this stage in the game. Yeah. Um, Manana has probably the fastest and longest range grappler I've ever seen in a Street Fighter title. It, it, it's it's the way she moves, her range, all the stuff she offers for a grappler, It's it's it looks very bonkers to me. And, and it's not too big of a shock because sometimes it's um, you take a character like Laura and you try to shoehorn them into Street Fighter 6 and that could be a big problem because they have an existing moveset with existing expectations mm -hmm. and, and that could be really hard to basically put in a game that you don't know exactly how you're fearing John right now, how the meta is going to evolve. Even the developers don't know for sure. They have a pretty good idea they know what's strong we're seeing what what they're doing we you know we uh, i personally think drive rush is going to be huge in this game mm -hmm. um but you know we we don't know if it's going to be a, a bunch of things and then of course whip punishing we talked about before punish counters uh absolutely gigantic in this game um but uh beyond that you know grapplers tend to have their own meta and they tend to have their own stuff they're really good at uh in addition to the other things mm -hmm. well uh I, I kind of wanted to move on to marissa a little bit marissa, here. yeah let's get into her she uh so. well what did you give for your grade for marissa so Marissa, I, I, she reminds me a decent bit of Abigail. I really do like her style. Um, she's uh, definitely a Game of Thrones uh, type of character, mm -hmm. uh, Brienne of Tarth, uh, modeled after you know this really super strong woman. Um, uh, and I do overall like her her stuff. Like I'm, but I'm not as over the moon with her as I am with Manon. So I give Marissa a B. I'm, I'm very happy with the character. I think she's going to be pretty darn good, uh, but not one, not one of my favorites yet. Same same kind of general thing from me as from what I said about Manon. Uh, a lot of good thus far nothing that makes me like get up out of my chair and we still have a ways to go before we see everything that these characters can do but i also gave her a b just like it's 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 better than average it's going really well right now um let's see some more but i i am enticed i there's a handful of things some of her moves hit so hard and not only when you see the the life bar melt that might be a problem that might get changed but just the animations that you see they're very satisfying they um like you were saying the the grace and the flow of of Manon the the same can be said about the power and like the authority behind the attacks of Marisa and and they're really cool like you feel these hits when they land and it means something and that kind of is enticing so I really like what they've done in both those fronts it shows a lot of versatility by the developers to be able to capture both of those very different things um in, in an endearing way in both cases 
Yeah, um, Marissa definitely has an armored attack with her stance move, um, and it can go to different attacks, I believe. Uh, as Manon, like w when she uh, goes into her stance, basically Manon hits a jab, and uh, a bit of gray health pops up there while she's in her armored state. Um, and uh, so it's interesting that that Marissa is definitely based around armor. Like there, there's a certain amount of that, and that starts to give me you know Abigail vibes, vibes I should say. Mm -hmm. And then um, one of her um, things in there like goes into a counter, and then um, like some of her stuff. The, the biggest thing I noticed about Marissa is she hits like a dang truck. Mm -hmm. She is very powerful. Um, one of the, the things uh, that she does there, it looks like it drains about 35% of Manon's life to KO her, and that's a big thing assuming that damage scaling still kicks in very heavily as your life starts to deplete. Are you talking about so where 35, she like basically executes her with the puts her head on the ground and does her, which which might just be her forward throw, I'm not sure, but is that what you're talking about, yeah. where she puts her I down? Think and from, just... I think it's a throw from the stance, yeah. Okay. And, um, uh, yeah I, that's one I think that has like partial armor and stuff on it. Uh, but 35% of the character's life when they are at the end of their, their life bar um, is a big deal in past Street Fighter games. And and Marissa may be the most damaging character that we know of in the game. Now, we don't know what Zangief is going to look like right now, but Marissa is super powerful. She has that like jump up and then pound down like EX. Hey, that um, skips your like, entire critical art. You know how level three turns into critical art when it's like the last 25% of your health? If she can kill you mm -hmm. from before that, <laughs> it skips all of that with yeah. one with one attack. Yeah, so it does look like um, uh, her moves are very he heavily telegraphed, though. A uh, lot of lot of startup on them. Slow. Um, yeah, a lot of uh, so very methodical uh, how she has to approach stuff, which is you know that's that's basically what you want. Um, but uh, she really looks dynamic and fun. Uh, probably not going to enjoy playing against her too much, but uh, I know a lot of people who are going to like that style of play. I think Marissa is is the closest thing to Street Fighter Five play that we've seen thus far in Street Fighter Six. By that. Um, I, if she's if she's kind if she's relatively slower on her feet and slower with her moves but they have the benefit of absorbing um i'm not exactly sure how this will play out my, my inclination is to say that that's a disadvantage that you need to be faster that walk speed will actually be a benefit here but as i consider the power of armor it may be that if you are a marissa player you're playing more along the lines of uh, well, predicting what your opponents are going to do and, and inputting the counter a little bit beforehand in that uh, I'm going to be in this situation, they're going to push a button, and I'm going to absorb this attack and then hit them with this advantage that I have over others. It's basically like a faster version of a drive impact, right? Because she's going to absorb with one hit, um, but it's not going to take 25 frames to do. Uh, I think that that's going to be more her play and that she doesn't have to do it as often, even though that's a harder thing to, I think, make land than just being like really quick on your feet and coming up and landing a hit. Uh, She's not going to have to do as many hits because she doles out tons of damage, and we'll see how that plays out in the end. The other big thing about her is if she lands her level 3, at least in her non-critical art version, I think that's what we saw, it immediately corners you. That might change with her critical art because we've seen some pretty drastic changes with things like that in critical arts, but the corner in this game is huge because you have throw yes. loops first and foremost plus the advantage of, of drive impact so i can see some very big advantages from marissa uh just designed into her gameplay but i do wonder if she is more uh due for less reaction and more of like a predictive kind of character and it's just that she doles out so much damage that she can do that and that's kind of the grappler i don't even know if she's really a grappler so much i, I see her more as a brawler um, but that's sort of more the grappler mentality is like, I'm going to spend life trying to get those hits. But once I get them, you're maybe cornered, maybe shot across the screen and, and I get to close in on you and I'm taking off a ton of damage. So I don't have to hit you as many times as you have to hit me. Um, so that's what I'm seeing from Marissa thus far. Yeah. And, and what will be very compelling in this game is to see how 
stuff like uh, parry impacts grapplers and you know because typically you're, you're wanting to zone out any kind of grappler or brawler character keep them at bay and you're giving them ready access to stuff like a perfect parry um, and then something like a drive impact which is a, a huge forward moving thing with armor on it and and you know how how is that going to play out with these grappler characters so it's quite interesting uh, i don't know if if the level of zoning we've seen against grappler characters is going to be as, as applicable in this game just because of the multitude of options mm -hmm. uh, but we do have third strike as a good example of that where characters like hugo were not that strong uh, alex was also not that strong yep. you know um so it, it's not like that ends up being a dominant style of play and grapplers as we've talked about before generally speaking when they are top tier um they are some of the most oppressive and worst characters to have as top tier mm -hmm. uh, because they, they basically just turn the game into a one-player game which with as we learned with street fighter 5 that's not a good thing um that's not street fighter when it's a one-player game that's more you know kind of thing it's, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's that's kind of what we expect um so I, I i do think the grapplers i mean and again it doesn't take a top tier grappler um to be a tournament winning character we have seen that numerous times where mid-tier or low-tier grapplers have won tournaments before uh and multitudes of them uh and when they are top tier ooh, that's it needs to be because so. the player is especially good at reading the other person that's the best case scenario for a grappler because they have the ability snake eyes with zangief and street fighter 4 you know they have the ability to seemingly take on anyone but it's not because the the character is doing them as many benefits as their ability to uh get through the character's obvious weaknesses and then apply the strengths that's okay but the strength should, yes. for a grappler, should not have training wheels because that's just too much. And like you say, would just dominate the game and turn it into a very, um, very singular kind of thing. Yeah. And uh, last note here for me is that I'm really curious what this all means for Zangief because we've seen nothing about him yet. I forget and, he's in the game. And, yeah, it's uh, Zangief is one of the most polarizing characters in the history of Street Fighter uh, because of just his playstyle and, and how he works. And it's like, well, what did they what do they do with him? Like, and uh, he's you know he's all about the the command grab, right? He's all about the SPT. So, what what did Capcom do to to make him balanced in this game? And I think that's going to answer a lot of questions. Has that ever been of... something that they've worried about Zangief is balance him? It's <laughs> like, no, just get him in the game and have him be bad. Yeah. But... <laughs> shockingly enough, actually, um, uh, Super Turbo Zangief is infamous for because um, uh, Ryu is like basically the fifth best character in that game. He's right outside of the top tier. Uh, won a ton of tournaments. Uh, Zangief's match against Ryu is really, really, really good. Uh, it's well, it's it's like five five. It's like perfect. But Zangief is generally. Um, mm. uh, He's, he's generally low tier in that game. He's like, you know, garbage tier. But they balanced him really well against Ryu and then just said like all the other cast members, ah, who cares? Most so they do. have balanced him. <laughs> yeah, they have balanced him in the past. Um, but he he's just so polarizing because uh, again, even in Street Fighter V, like you know, everyone calls him like the worst character in the game in, right now in that version. But you go in there and look at the stats and he's like in the top six or something like that for most played characters. Um, people love Zangief in Street Fighter V. They love playing him um, and even even despite him being lower tier, um, but his win his win ratio is not bad either. Uh, it's quite interesting. So I, I do think it's a little bit of uh, Zangief players kind of saying, "Hey, cry me a river." You know, this guy can't play him, can't do all this other kind of stuff. Meanwhile, they're they're racking up a good amount of wins with the character. I'm not saying he's a great character by any means, but he's probably far more viable than most people let on. Unlike someone like Gil. <laughs> Poor Gil. <laughs> oh man, that's a uh, uh, poor one out for Steven. Uh, yeah. So so. I'm I'm very intrigued to see what happens with Zangief too, just because of like you said, he's he's been this sort of balancing act over the years that doesn't quite fit in with the rest of the cast, but now you have to do it because he's Zangief. He's got a spot at the table, you know, matter of yeah. fact, grandfathered in. Uh, 
I have noticed something about the meta. I've been trying, as we said earlier, trying to hammer down the, like, what to expect, what, how the things, uh, how Street Fighter 6 is going to flow. And I, it's been an evolving thing where I first be like, oh, it looks like it's going to be this way. It looks like it's going to be all based on offense. Then I went to, I think it's actually going to be all based on the, the potential for whiff punishing because the rewards seem to be there. And then Haitani came out with his analysis of where he feels things are in a similar way. Had a lot of similar observations, but his conclusion was that it's actually going to be more aggressive than Street Fighter V. And the reason for that is because uh, it's going to look something like characters are going to, the best ones are going to be those that are able to push their offense matter-of-factly on others. And it's like you have to deal with that. And in order to do that, it's like you're going to use these relatively longer reaching normals uh, to, to, to put pressure on, whether that's a hit or a block pressure. It's more of like you just need to not miss against your foe. Um, and so I can, I can digest that. In what we've seen here, I've sort of gone back to I still think it's about the idea of maybe not quite whiff punishing, maybe whiff punishing like factors into this, but it's something I'm calling the uh like well basically just using people's offensive momentum which is the first thing that you're going to naturally gravitate to in street fighter 6 using that against them is going to be the like the the immediate counter to that and it's like well that's intuitive enough but let me talk about what that looks like because not only have we seen global ways of doing that that every character can do drive impact right if you're over committed to your offense or your offensive string drive impact can immediately shut that down uh, of course, Perry can do a similar thing, but but not as easy as Drive Impact. Um, we're seeing in the footage a lot of neutral jumps, too. Now, that might be something that's only good because people still haven't really figured the game out, but I'm talking about this like developer footage where these guys have been playing for a while. Yeah. You're seeing neutral jumps. Why? Because moves have longer recovery and and people are like, you know, forward advancing. And you move into that pocket where you're trying to attack. If they're not occupying it and then they come down with a jumping attack, that's a huge deal. And it seems like neutral jumps kind of work because of the way people want to move forward. But we've seen uh, footage of DJ, Anon, Marisa, uh, and, and I want to talk about Dalsam. And just, just one thing about each one of them, uh, Marissa has armored attacks, right? So if you're trying to move in on Marissa, uh, she, you might, sure, land. But in the same way that overcommitting and getting hit by a drive impact, she has that in a in, in a better way, right? So she might be a like a drive impact on steroids sort of a character. Then you have to think about her that way. But don't overextend. DJ we saw has like a sway. Can you talk about that a little bit? Because because you were talking about that yesterday. He's going to be the master of shimmy. Shimmy. Yeah, um, yeah. He's um, he's basically Street Fighter Five shimmies on steroids because he's got a million things baked into his sway. Uh, and then his uh, he has a faint. Uh, we'll, we'll get into it a lot, but yeah, he, he's um, right. He's quite compelling. For so that, DJ. Yeah. So that idea that like, I'm going to bait you into, you want to attack this space because this is where I am. He has a built-in shimmy that he can move out of it quickly and then come back in. In the footage that we saw of Dalsim, again against DJ, uh, the, the tried and true Dalsim goes up. I got to do this for the camera. Like kind of goes up and goes backwards with his float and then immediately comes down. We see this in Street Fighter V all the time, and then immediately comes down either with like a heavy punch or the dive kick that comes at this perfect angle to catch oh, yeah. anything that this has gone in good. to occupy this space. He's like, nope, and then bam. Um, uh, we talked about uh, Manon, 
how she has the the uh, the advancing command grab that's sort of like a like it looked to me sort of like the Zangief's running bear grab, but that it evades attacks, right? So she's moving forward, you've committed to an attack, and she's going right through it and grabbing you. Point is, it's all of this is forward momentum. You're doing your offense because that's usually the best thing, but everybody seems to have something to answer to that where they create that pocket and then they attack you when once you've whiffed. It's basically the same concept as whiff punishing, um, but perhaps implemented in slightly different ways. Yeah, um, I, I love that you talk about um, completely unearned privilege offense and other stuff like that, and we haven't seen Cami yet. So... <laughs> I, I part of me holds out that they are going to go way out of their way to make Cammy not like Cammy has been in the past as far as the things that people have been upset about with her. Oh no, they're they're going the other way. They're going <laughs> the complete other way. This is Cammy. This is Cammy. This is that is what Cammy is. Completely unearned privilege. I'm gonna dive kick you, I'm gonna just hit buttons and other stuff. Like you could probably look at Cammy's frame data, like if it's up there already, and like look that everything has got like five less frames of recovery on it because Capcom's like eh. Oh, Demon Curse. The CEO, the the CEO of, of Capcom loves Cammy. That's the only explanation we have. <laughs> they must. They must. Um, but so, so anyway, right now, I feel like the meta is... It, the best thing you can do in this game is be able to put pressure on your opponents with your normals. But the next best thing you can do is make that space uh, a trap instead of an advantage for your opponent. And I'm seeing that a lot through both mechanics and just individual moves that characters have. And that's encouraging to me because it tells me that neither approach is going to be uh, massively, overwhelmingly beneficial. I hope. I hope there's not just an answer. The characters that can move forward the best or matter of fact the best because they have this counter. To, you know, because um, at the same time, just trying to move backwards and retreat and whiff punish, like there's going to be an element of that for sure, and it'll be effective. But cornering yourself in this game is a no-no because of how ridiculously powerful the corner is, and, and Lord forbid that you get burned out when you're in the corner it's even worse there um but you really don't want to do that so you got to think twice about backing up but you also got to back up and you got to make them whip and you got to make them you know you use that momentum against them because that seems to be a huge part of this game yeah it's a, they're trying to make all styles viable um but what always happens with fighting games is people get in there and they're like what is the cheapest possible thing and the easiest way I can do it. How can I cami this up as yeah. much as possible? And and so oftentimes that means picking cami, but also that means you know the characters who play like that style. Um, usually rushdown is very strong in these games. Um, rushdown is almost universally considered to be okay to be top tier. People are like, oh, if your rushdown character is top tier, that's fine. And you know, so uh, it's it's quite interesting. But yeah, it's it's we're we're gonna see a lot of stuff evolve here and, and a lot of interesting theories there. Um, but uh, uh, I'm. There's a few characters here. I think that once we see them come out, we'll have a much better idea of what the developers are fully intending with the meta of this game. Uh, some real, some real milestones like Cami and Zanki. Um, mm -hmm. they, they, even Dalsim, I think, is a really big indicator here. But we're going to save his discussion for another video. <laughs> those those characters usually are trendsetters for the characters that are like them. So it will be interesting to see yes. them. Maybe that's why Capcom hasn't released them yet. They're like, hey, let's see the the, the, the directions that we're going with Rushdown, the directions that we're going with Grapplers before we show you. Cami and Zangief, the very definition of those things, right? Um, but I would really like to hear from people, if, if you wouldn't mind, if you've been paying attention and kind of trying to follow this meta like I have, where do you think the meta is at right now? Because like, I, I don't know by any means, of the, but, but these are the pieces that I've taken and kind of put together thus far. Um, and I'd, I'd like to hear, do you agree with me? That's great. I'll, I'd love to be vindicated. But if you have other ideas, other approaches to it, things like that I haven't thought of, I'd like to hear that even more 
um, because I'm really trying to, to hammer down Street Fighter 6 as much as I can in this early stage where I have no control and can't play it and yeah. But uh, yeah, so hit up the comments with that stuff. All right, y'all, that's going to wrap us up for this episode of Event Hub's Taco Block. Once again, thank you all so much for listening, and we'll be back with you soon.